Hey guys, welcome to Something Like Therapy. For today's episode, Derek and I will be discussing imposter syndrome. Join us as we share some of the signs and symptoms that might help us unmask this nasty little liar in our lives that might be holding us back from the things that we truly want to do. So grab a pen and paper, take some notes if you want, and hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back. Um, We have a great episode for you guys today. Um, We have a lot to share, a lot to talk about. So yeah, we're excited for this one. I think this one, uh, we kind of had something else on the schedule, but after the last episode, um, this one kind of just seemed like it was was pretty fitting. (laughs) Yeah, we had something came up and... We were talking. I don't know why it came up, and then we were like, "Oh, we should do that one." And we were oh, just like, oh, okay. Because so we're uh, talking about some conversation. Well, a little backstory to why we decided to do this one. Um, after we're gonna jump right into it. After last episode, um, after we finished recording, I turned around and I told Derek, I was like, you know what? I think the next episode, you're just you're just gonna do it by yourself, like. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 really struggling. I'm struggling with comparison. I'm struggling with like speaking. I'm you know, I'm I'm just I don't know why I just got really down on myself. Um I mean, there's a lot of different reasons why I think I'm struggling when it comes to sharing and speaking and you know, um but I just was like really hit like this really like self-doubting hmm. type of like point where I really just kind of want, I don't want to give up. I definitely don't want to give up, but I don't know. I kind of felt like I need to just kind of step back and gather myself, like gather my thoughts. And so, um, <clears throat> and I thought you were like jokingly said that cause maybe you were just like, Oh, so much goes into like doing the recording and editing and stuff. That you were just like, you know what? Next time you just do it, and I was like, oh, like I kind of just laughed. I it think off. I just said it very like nonchalant, yeah, you know. I didn't but you were actually serious. Deep down inside, <laughs> I was freaking crying, and <laughs> so uh, later on that day, I I did a story on my uh, personal Instagram, and I just talked about, you know, how much I'm struggling with with comparison, and um, and honestly, one of my one of, uh, a good friend of mine messaged me, and she was like, you know, the the imposter syndrome is real, like. You know, it's something that so many of us struggle and I was like, oh, that's, it's true, you know. Um, so we, we decided to dedicate this episode to the, the infamous imposter syndrome um, because I think a lot of us do struggle with that and um, I think there's a lot of different ways that, you know, as we were reading down the list of these these signs and symptoms, um, I was like, man, there's there's a lot of different ways that this can show up, you know. Um, so, yeah. And I think it's sort of like how we did kind of, and it's going to be the same sort of format for this episode, too, with um, how we did people-pleasing. Yeah. Um, kind of giving you the top, you know, signs, symptoms, um, where when you we went through them, it was sort of like some of them... Well, for the most part, like I could almost agree with like each one in a way, some of them more than the other than others. But I think that's kind of everyone. Like yeah. everyone 
suffers or everyone can be a people pleaser sometimes everyone can feel like they have imposter syndrome sometimes um and i guess this is the whole point of like that article or kind of going through these is just like when you realize like out of the 10 eight of them really hit you know right. the head uh the nail on the head there however that saying goes um then you'll realize like oh shoot i kind of maybe do need to address this within myself right. you know so it's kind of good to go through those things and i i just want to say this like we're not in the business of like slapping labels on people we're like oh yeah. you're, you're a this now. you know yeah. you're a people pleaser <laughs> you're you're a freaking imposter or you're a whatever like it's more i think of just like one you're you're not alone in the things that you're experiencing and the struggles that you're you're dealing with or facing and two you know it's like you it's not necessarily that we're we're putting a label on things but it's it's so you know like so you have some some knowledge of you know like this is what i'm struggling with like so you have a name for it yeah because there's i mean you do a lot more of you know deep dive into research on these kinds of things yeah where you bring it to my attention and like maybe I've thought about it, but I didn't have a word, a name for it, or I didn't think about it. So I think it's good, you know, and that's kind of, you know, the reasoning behind why we choose some of the episodes we do is to, like you said, bring it to light yeah. for some of you guys that maybe are just like, yeah, I've kind of heard about that, but I never really took the time. And you know, we're we're giving you a very brief, uh, you know, just hitting the surface of some of these things. So. Again, if you find uh, interest or or if you feel like, hey, that kind of really speaks to me, um, you know, do the research. Like, we spend yeah. so much time freaking looking at TikTok videos and playing games or whatever. Um, you know, just do some, a little bit of research for, like, self-care and self-help. And it'll, you know, it, it really does open your mind and open your eyes to a lot of things that you may be feeling or going through and you just didn't realize it. So, If you listen to our last episode, use social media for <laughs> your own benefit you know right. uh do some digging into you know like why you are the way you are you know well and it's <laughs> funny the whole algorithm thing like you like a couple of videos on tiktok on like, oh, yeah. oh like mental health or like you know because it wasn't it just recent the whole mental health awareness or am i tripping i mean it's well it was I, one month i don't know so it was something about mental health awareness and um you know so you like the video whatever and then like because that algorithm hits that you liked it, they sent, they keep sending me, you know, different things. But it's kind of cool because then it's just like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. or And then it kind of, like, turns me on to some other, like, podcasts that we came across that are, like, really good. Like, sort of very <laughs> similar, if not the same, um, you know, couples talking or just friends talking. But, um, yeah, it's just such really useful information that you would probably never think to, like, oh, I'm going to go wake up in the morning like i'm gonna go research imposter yeah, syndrome i think so. something you know like like you said um sometimes we just don't have you know the wording or the language to express what we're feeling um we don't you know we don't even know what to call it i was talking to a friend a couple of weeks ago and she was sharing something that she was experiencing with her with her kids and i'm like oh that's that's disassociation and she was like oh my god like i never like i never knew what it was i didn't know what it was called but i knew what i was experiencing i just didn't know how to identify it you know so and then it helps a lot too especially with parenting where you kind of think like oh i'm the only one that has these thoughts or i'm the only one that gets annoyed with this or whatever um yeah. or just not even in parenting with just relationships coworkers, blah 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 but then you like do just a little deep dive on um 
you know, on whatever it is you're feeling or experiencing and you realize like it's a usually a common thing and mm-hmm. a lot of people, I wouldn't even say suffer, but just experience that or go through it. So yeah. it, it really helps that you don't think like I'm an isolated weirdo. So we definitely try to choose things that one, you know, we experience or we have gone through so that we can kind of give our insight on or things that maybe Jessica or I have kind of you know, read some articles on or heard about that we find interesting and want to give that information to you guys. So yeah, but um, you know, the the hard hitting topics that we uh, <laughs> we choose that's kind of the the progression of how how we come up with them, and yeah. we'll we'll begin to do some some really uh, much more important things like uh, the Dodgers' chances for the World <laughs> oh, Series Jesus. this year in August. I definitely won't be here for that. In I August, we might be. do like a fantasy football. <laughs> you know, some of the really deep stuff to get people thinking. Yeah. Follow Derek for yeah, uh, start his new podcast. Called Just Derek. <laughs> just Derek. <laughs> I will not be joining that. All right. So I just want to give a little... Um, uh, Let me guess. If, a trigger warning? No. Oh, I thought you were going to say it because oh you're like, I want to give a trigger warning. <laughs> it was the last episode. I'm like, we kind of do trigger warnings for everything. I think I've given like two trigger warnings. Each episode. <laughs> Um, hey guys i wonder why i'm so fucking insecure about oh lord (laughs) i just won't say anything no a definition of what imposter syndrome is okay okay some people might not know what that is okay so what is imposter syndrome in psychological terms imposter syndrome is a cognitive distortion that prevents you from internalizing any sense of success or confidence you can gain from achieving something through personal efforts. Imposter syndrome is associated with unpleasant feelings such as insecurity, fear, and self-doubt, which can negatively impact your professional and academic performance. And just on an everyday, like, yeah, it really can. So, right, that's the definition, okay? Just in case... So maybe listeners don't know exactly what imposter syndrome is. Mm -hmm. Um, So number one. So these are 10 signs and symptoms of imposter syndrome. All right. Um, uh, Fear of being found out. The fear of being found out is one of the most main signs of imposter syndrome. When you're feeling like an imposter, you probably have a deep fear of being discovered as inadequate, incompetent, or unfit for a certain role. Yeah, I mean, that's the first thing that comes up to mind when someone like, talks about imposter syndrome. Um, and I think you kind of mentioned it earlier where this can really pertain to your career, like your job, um, or it can just pertain to like the normal everyday titles of husband or dad or whatever, friend, um, where you're going to be found out that maybe you're not as good as they expect or good as you say or they say or whatever. Um, but I had a, I mean... The first thing that comes to mind with this one is just career career wise. When um, I was doing a job where you know I went to school for, I got you know certification for, I got a license, um, and it was a lot of you know you like anything else you learn on this on the job you know you learn through experience. Um, so there was never, I mean, we had trainings and things, but it, there was never really any like, here's the manual on how you do this job. Mm-hmm. You, It was up to you to just like, okay, you're educated, you, you're licensed, you should be able to go and, and perform. And I did. I did for almost a decade doing it. But throughout that whole time, I had conversations with, with you about it where 
I was like, sometimes I feel like I don't know. <laughs> like they, that company or that, you know, because I would go to different uh, job sites. They're looking to me like, okay, good. Derek's here. He he has all the answers. Like they help us. And it's sort of like, okay, I do know some stuff. But it, I always felt like, are other people, like the other people in my company, are they better than me? Like, do they know more? Like, I always felt like I was winging things. Um, which, and, and even then, because throughout that time that I was there, I would get praised a lot by the, the places I would go to. I would get praised a lot from, you know, my boss. Um, that so you would, to you a lot, yeah. huh? you get praised a lot. <laughs> well, you, you would think that with that though, that I would get some confidence, like, okay, right. I am good at this, but it just never went away. Like I always was just like, one of these days, someone's going to come and ask me something and I'm, they're going to be like, no, that's totally wrong. What are you talking about? And I'm going to be like, uh, like take off running and they're like, <laughs> you just hear me skid out like, because dude, I wouldn't know what, to, I'd feel so embarrassed and dumb. But I had that kind of nervous, anxious feeling every time I'd go to work and mm. it sucks. It's a horrible feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, the, the way that I see it in, in, in my life, um, is with parenting Having yeah, like big. two special needs kids, you know. Um, that was my next example of being like a special needs parent. They look to us like, oh, so not only you're or, like or some kind of superhuman. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like you, you know everything that a parent already does or or knows, and then you are above yeah, that too. Yeah, like, like you're above uh, it. No. And um, you know, I get once in a while I'll post you know things in regards to our kids and the things that we're going through, the struggles that we're facing. Um, and I try to be very transparent, you know. Um, but I always get a lot of very positive comments, you know, and messages, um, you know, to how wonderful parents we are. And I just like, in my head, I'm like, they have no idea, like how freaking scared I am of parenting two special needs kids. They have no idea how much like, I feel like I fail them like daily, like, they have no clue and it makes me feel like just like a fraud you know because then and then honestly it stops me from posting a lot of things in regards to our children because like i feel like i'm not being real or like or even if i am being real like you know people might think that i'm like like searching for some kind of compliment or you know yeah i don't know and i go down this like this whole rabbit hole of just like shame and um just doubting myself and i think i mean i don't know i don't do have i struggled with imposter syndrome in the past and other areas of my life probably i just didn't really know um you know being a, a makeup artist that that's something that i did also recognize like i used to get a lot of compliments on you know the work that i would do and i'm like no it's not good enough it's not good enough like you mm -hmm. know and so but the parenting part, I think that's that's my area where I just struggle and I feel like I feel like and we've talked about this before, like I feel like I'm even just like pretending to just be an adult. Like I still yeah. feel like I don't know, there's in situ uh, certain situations where I feel like I need a parent, you know, so right. it's like, how can I be parenting? you know, my own kids when I feel like I still need to be parented, you know, so. Um, and that comes up too. I think I've told you like where when you realize that you're the age your parents were when they had you yeah. or like I, I think back to like, you know, as a teenager, how old my parents were, oh, whatever the case. But you then realize like, wait a minute, they were this age or like they were younger than what I am right now when I was, you know, a little kid. 
and I remember looking to like my dad and like he's uh, he's a man like he's right. an adult and he does this and he does that but he was younger than me and it's like I look at myself and I'm like dude am I is there like a gap in these generations because I don't feel like I'm at an adult level right. I mean I do but majority of the day I'm just like oh, I'm just a kid just yeah. someone's gonna figure out I'm just a kid still I'm not really an adult <laughs> like when we go to like parent uh, teacher conferences or IEP meetings and stuff they're gonna be like so um, is your dad gonna get here are you like the older brother and like you're just here to like you know help out but um yeah parenting yeah that, that comes up a lot for sure so segues really well into the next uh, point Persistent feelings of inadequacy. <laughs> Dealing with imposter syndrome means you feel unreasonably in- incapable in your day-to-day roles and responsibilities. No matter how much you accomplish, at the end of the day, you feel as if you're somehow tricking everybody into believing you're valuable and capable. <laughs> like, totally. Yeah. Exactly. Like, even just as a parent, you know, um, I always, I don't know, like, sometimes, okay, so having special needs kids like we go through a lot of um iep meetings so they're individual education um plans so you you, mean that's what they stand for oh my gosh (laughs) the more you know uh so anyway so you go to these meetings and there's been times like where they'll ask me like what is your child's strengths and i seriously i'm like i don't and I feel horrible like saying this, but I'm like, sometimes I don't know what to say because I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Right. I remember one time they were like asking for our middle child, like, what are, what are his strengths? I'm like, I'm swinging? He loves swinging? <laughs> like, I don't he know. He plays like, with his hair good? <laughs> he's really good at like flicking his hair really fast. Like, and it, it's like. Spinning. And then, you know, the teacher was like, well, what I see his strengths are. And I seriously felt so stupid. I'm like. You know, but they see another side of him. You know, exactly. like they really and, do. Yeah. For me, like Jude, like his strengths are his just his his kindness, his like I I, I don't, and that's where I get kind of you know confused sometimes because I'm like, are they talking about his education? Like is um yeah like the academic part of right. strengths? Like because I don't yeah Jude's a completely different child. But anyhow, um. But also too, really quick, like you said, or we had talked about before, especially during the COVID time when they would send home or send packets and he would have to do them at home and boom, mm-hmm. everyone went through it. But what we were saying is that like, at least with our kids or our special needs kids, they, they really look at the home as like, this is not my workplace. Yeah. I go to this other place talk and about I school. have to do these things and they like, you're Jude, do this. <laughs> and he does it because he's just like, well, the faster I do this, the faster I can get home and have some snacks. So we're, <laughs> let's just get this over with. So for, have him, so for them to ask like, what are his, you know, academic strengths here? Like, I don't know. And then you you feel guilty because, like, should we be doing academic stuff at right. home? Like, should we be doing, like, writing and reading with him? And it's like, oh, Lord, now I feel even more inadequate as a parent that's taking care it's, of him. Exactly. And, again, like, that's where the whole you feel like a fraud or going to be found out because it's like, you know, you have these teachers asking me these questions. And I'm like, I'm... I'm sorry, but I don't... I Once he's home from school, and maybe, maybe I should, I don't know, but he does not anything that that's in regards to i can't even say the word school because he gets "Ah," it's more like you know so um something constructive like the only thing really is like puzzles he loves puzzles. like that's you know something that he a project that he takes on other than that we don't really like to force him because we already know he has a hard time focusing and doing what he needs to do at school like we don't we want to make home and his room like a place where he can just come and unwind it's a because he already like yeah. 
stress. He's 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 over sent um, over stimulated, stimulated uh, by just having to go on the bus and you know have, yeah. talk to the bus driver and do all that. Like we want to make it as calm as possible. But. Yeah, and again, just to bring it back to what we're talking about, you know, it's just it you 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 do tend to kind of feel like uh, you're um, inadequate just because you feel you're like not well, I'm, doing not doing, I'm not yeah. doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not being everything that my child needs me to be, you know. So then you start to just everything that you are doing for them. It just doesn't, yeah. it, it just, it doesn't mean anything or it just isn't quite enough. Yeah, you know? and that's and really quick before, uh, you know, for, <clears throat> it's not just worth saying that as parents of special needs kids, because again, you guys know our oldest does not have special needs, and we he have we, I'm just we. Wow, he's gonna. <laughs> I love you, son. Hit you up on that, um, but okay, I mean, we, I, we still felt I that. The reason I say that is because every child has a special. That's what I'm need. saying. Like, you still feel you that know? even with kids that are you know quote unquote normal or fully functioning, um, you can still feel inadequacy. Like I'm not doing enough. My parents did more, and blah blah blah. So. It just, again, maybe that's a whole other episode, yeah. but just don't feel, don't be too down on yourself. Really. Yeah. And I, I think, and that's why I said that, like, you know, uh, because I feel like our oldest required his own special kind of attention, mm-hmm. you know, and Every kid um, does. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's not technically diagnosed, you know, some form of disability, but it's like he's had his own struggles, you yeah, know. It's just and called having a personality. Everyone is yeah. their own way. And every single one of them is special. That's <laughs> what I meant to say. Okay. Um, so number three, avoiding activities that test your knowledge and skills. Uh, can I answer this one real quick? <laughs> yeah. That is me. I have been trying to freaking graduate for what, five years now? Yeah, I guess from when you first started. Five the years. Program. I have avoided. I have a, I mean, avoided. I there's times where there's like, have you done your homework? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. <laughs> it is such a fear for me. Um, anything that challenges me or makes me feel uncomfortable really makes me question myself. Like it's, it's real. Like the fear is real, and that's why I said like last week with that episode because I felt so challenged or I kind of felt dumb because I noticed. Okay, so the reason why I was struggling with that episode was because one, number one, um, this is really putting me out there to to communicate. You know, not just with you, but with you know, I'm I'm. I'm exposing myself to other people now, you mm-hmm. know, so, um, and I know that there's a lot of things that I want to say, but I don't feel confident to say yet, or, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to be very careful with what I say. So that makes it very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. So what I notice is that when I listened to the episode again, I was hop, I was jumping from one thing to another. And there was a couple times where I didn't even make my point because I, I want, yeah. I was kind of beating around the bush, you know, like I was just like, I, I was trying to find a way to say it, but then I just went on this rant and like, I didn't even say it. I'm really upset that I didn't make my point. So, um, <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm really struggling with that, um, is because I, I don't, I feel like I don't have enough confidence to just be me. Like I'm, I'm struggling with just showing up just as I am and sharing and saying what I really feel and what I really believe. Um, and, um, I'm being tested in that way to just, you know, just show up, say what I think, regardless of what people are going to say or, 
you know, maybe some people will stop being friends with me. I, I don't know. You know, I don't really have a lot of friends anymore. But um, so that that really is one of my struggles and it challenges me. Um, so as soon as I feel challenged, I tend to kind of just pull back, you know, so. So, yeah, then that's good. Then you're, you're using this podcast for what we kind of intended. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's told there. So you might even say you're getting something like therapy. <laughs> uh, something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. You like that? <laughs> uh, but it's, um, so yeah, you know, that's why I kind of was like, <clears throat> I could tell that I was starting to avoid showing up and um, same reason I avoided going to school. Same reason I avoid, you know, when I really struggle with anxiety, I would avoid social situations because it would force me to now talk, you know? And so a lot of the times when I'm talking and I get overwhelmed, I start to trip over my words or like, or I kind of get a little like scrambled brain and I start talking about one thing and then before you know it, I'm talking about something completely different. Um, so I started to notice that on here and I'm mm. like, mm, part of me wants to just not do this anymore, you know, because it's, it's uncomfortable for me, you know. And then now I feel like, again, like I talked, I talked about it on my story Instagram, like I'm sitting next to someone that is so put together and just knows how to um, explain themselves so well. And you just, you, I mean, I don't say like you use these crazy big words, but you know. Wait, it, wait, when's, when's this person getting here? Because <laughs> I don't know. I, people like, and that's like, are saying, like, I'm, and I'm not sitting here like trying to compare myself to you, but you've always gotten like recognized and praised for just being you, you know, which is, that's why I'm like, the fact that you struggle with imposter syndrome as well is just kind of mind-blowing to me because I'm just like, you literally walk into a room and people are just like, oh my God, Derek, like you just, you know, you always have something great to say. And I'm just like, that's so fucking annoying. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, you know, but I mean, it's not, and obviously I'm not like jealous or anything, but it just, it makes me feel like I'm not good enough, you know, but that's not your fault. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not well, sitting here saying like, don't talk, you know, because you can make me look stupid. Like, it's not like that. Of course not. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously we're together. I married you because I, I appreciate and admire you, but it's, it, it does yeah. make me kind of question myself, but that's not your responsibility to make me feel better. Um, I need to work at that on my own, but it goes with what we were saying that everyone, you know, you never, no one ever looks at themselves, how other people look at them. It's just sort of the same thing that, you hear yourself, you hear your voice recorded and you're just like, oh, I hate the way I sound. And, you know, someone gave, um, was telling us the other day, like, oh, this is your podcast. Like, you guys sound good. Like, you have a voice to do a podcast. And it's like, no, that's the one thing that I was worried about. Like, no one's going to really want to hear my voice for episode over and over and over. So, yeah, and, you know, no one, everyone always thinks that it's just like, no, I'm not that good or I'm not that funny or I'm not that smart or whatever. But also too, what I want to say is I'm glad that you are sticking with this. And I think I told you that, um, because it's that, that's the best way to get over fears is to just throw yourself in. Yeah. I was literally listening to, um, uh, a TikTok from Bill Hader, the guy from Saturday Night Live and other movies. And he's like, yeah, I've suffered from debilitating anxiety mm-hmm. my whole life. 
and I'm a freaking actor that has to go perform in front of people. Like, that's the worst job I could have done, but I love it so much that I just said, like, F that, I'm doing it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to let this not let me do what I love. So, not that, I mean, I don't know, maybe you do love podcasting, but you love speaking, I would imagine. You want to be able yeah. to talk, so you just, I love sharing. just doing it. Yeah, you know, I love exactly. sharing. So. Yeah, and I think it's just, and that's one thing that I learned from having also debilitating anxiety um, was exposure therapy honestly saved my life. Exposure therapy, I couldn't think of that. Yeah, phrase. because it if I would have if I would have <clears throat> given in to the anxiety and just completely shut myself out, I don't um, I don't want to be like dramatic and say I probably wouldn't be here, but I definitely wouldn't be here in this space. You know, I wouldn't be sharing and I wouldn't be talking. Um, but um, yeah, so one of the things, I, I didn't share the point, but I kind of want to share this because I feel like this is uh, uh, one more thing that we yeah. can tag on to this is uh, people with imposter syndrome off, often avoid putting themselves in situations that test their abilities because they're afraid of being discovered as fake or unable to meet other people's expectations. The expectations part, like mm. that part is so true. Um, I think... One, because if you already feel like you're kind of a fake or whatever or fraud, um, then then you feel like, okay, so it's an example really quick. So when I feel overwhelmed, like if I feel like I need to compete with you in any way, like what you said is just sounded just on point and amazing. So, and I don't ever really honestly do this, but if I feel like I need to make a point, um, how can I say this? So let's say I said something, I said something, but you explained it better, mm-hmm. like more clearly. Um, then now I feel like I need to like either kind of top that or like, okay, the next time you need to say it better. So now I find myself uh, performing, like mm-hmm. where I'm just like, now I need to be this person that I'm really not, you know? Yeah. So I need to sound so, you know, educated and... um Use I don't know multi-syllable words. Yeah, using all these crazy <laughs> big words, you know. So then I, I, I do. I find myself that I'm performing because I, you know, either place that expectation on myself, or you know, maybe other people have expectations of me, which I really don't know. But um, well, that's good too, because I was gonna say like a lot of times people like you know you there are people that like have expectations of their parents or expectations of their kids or expectations yeah. of coworkers. But a lot of times it's it's your own expectations you put on yourself. Like, I need exactly. to be this good. I need to lose this much weight. I need to whatever. And that's the stress that probably outweighs, you know, other people's expectations. Yeah. And again, this goes very well into the next point. Intense feelings of stress and performance anxiety. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Doing whatever it is that you feel like you're an imposter in doing the actual activity or performing mm-hmm. is yeah you're gonna feel that stress especially when it's like like the whole example i use for work like obviously i didn't feel that when i wasn't working but it's like okay as i was driving to work it's like uh, i can feel it i can like feel that that ball at the beginning in my stomach to where it's like dude i'm gonna this is is this the day where i'm gonna right. be caught is you know i have to i have to actually perform so yeah so it says as you can probably imagine dealing with imposter syndrome takes much mental space um inevitably translating into stress yeah Yeah. because then you know like i said you know even with um when i have the meetings for the boys um 
before you were attending them, like I had, I seriously would just like, oh my God, what if they ask me something and I don't know. And then I just look like a freaking horrible parent, like parent. And it just, you know, it was like days before, even sometimes weeks before the meeting, like I would just yeah, really beat myself up, mm -hmm. you know, be, beat myself up for, um, maybe not knowing my child as well as I should, you know, like, because with, you know, with, with our middle child, like, I can't sit there and have a conversation with him. He has, he's nonverbal. So I'm kind of just going off of what he's showing me and I'm trying to learn as much as I can from him just by watching him, you know, yeah. but, um, but it, it, it does, it puts a, a mental strain on you. Um, especially when you feel like you, you're trying to meet other people's expectations, mm -hmm. you know, and the worst part, the shitty part is that even if because of imposter syndrome, even if you are maybe showing, you know, the other person, you know, whatever, like what you think you need to show them, it's still not good enough because yeah. that imposter syndrome will tell you like, no, that's not, that's not what exactly. they're trying to see. Like, or no, they can tell you're totally fake. Like, or they they're can tell you nice. don't know what the hell yeah. you're talking about. They're just being nice. They don't really want to tell you. Or yeah, like that's another <laughs> thing. Um, I don't know if it's one of the points that they bring up or not, but um, you know, with the whole, like not accepting like a compliment, you know, like I struggle mm. with that. I can't compliments sometimes make me feel so uncomfortable because I don't believe them, you know? And it's just like, that's so not fair for people that, you know, that are going out of their way to say something, you know, positive to you and you just kind of shut it down, you know? Not me. If I, if I was, a, it's a good thing I'm not a dog because my tail would always be wagging. <laughs> wow. Like if someone was like, Derek, I'd be like, Tail will be moving so all gross. fast. That's gross. I just got a picture of that. It's well, it's like in shallow hell. Remember his it's little, so his little gross. Nubbin. Okay. Anyways, we're going to the next one. Oh, man. Uh, fear of failure. In essence, uh, fear of failure is a sense of insecurity that you experience whenever you're faced with the possibility of making a mistake or for various reasons, being unable to achieve a goal. Um, so just being scared of failure, yeah. like that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, if that's one of the signs of imposter, but I think that's just humans, like. But, okay, see, this is where, like, I, like, remember I brought up the whole thing with school. Mm -hmm. I was so scared, and this is, I remember talking to my therapist about this, and she was just like, you know, you, you can either <laughs> kind of like die trying, or you just freaking don't ever, yeah. you know, see the other side of it. Um. And I remember thinking, like, telling myself, like, I'm not going to go to school because, you know, I struggle with certain things. I struggle with, like, reading. I struggle with writing. Like, I, I, just, I struggle. So it's like, I'm not going to do it, you yeah. know. So that really, for many years, kept me kind of prisoner to what I could have done, you know. I, I still have a lot of regrets for not finishing school, like, way back then. Um, but, you know, that's something that, like that fear of failure really caused me to just completely like go paralyzed. Like I just, I won't, a lot of the times I won't show up just because like, I rather look like I didn't even try than to fail. Yeah. You know, so. Cause it's an also, you know, a, a fear or anxiety of being embarrassed too, you know, mm -hmm. like, cause like you said, if you don't try, you can't fail, right? Yeah. You know, but if you do, and it's just sort of that embarrassment, like, no, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't pass or I didn't do it. Um, yeah, it's, that's what I was saying. To me, it feels like that's just people. And like, I, I don't know, I've never met someone that is that super confident to where they're just like, I don't 
I don't fear it failing at all. Like, right. I know I'm going to do it. Like, And if they do, people, they're probably lying. Some you know? people really aren't afraid of making mistakes. I, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There, there, there probably are those those people, but no one can be 100% like that confident. I don't know. Like, no, if I you mean, are, you're right. Power because you, if but... you are that confident, I don't know, then you're not really teachable. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, you know, but I, I, I mean, know. I don't know. Maybe that's just me making assumptions of people, but... Yeah, it, it just for me like making a mistake. Yeah, that's that. Scary. Making a mistake and then someone calling me out on it, like right. That's yeah. that's a trigger for me. Like I'm just pissed. Like sucks. I already feel stupid for making a mistake, but now you're freaking. Gosh, shit! They noticed it. Like, dang. You know, like that's why I just don't tell you anything. <laughs> Yeah, can you forget to put salt in the dinner? I'm just like, no, it tastes fine. I, I, it's actually over salt. Okay, look, my defense. Ever since COVID, ever since I got COVID, thing. everything's freaking salty. Okay, it's been a damn you COVID. Year. It's been a year. How's that shit still affecting my taste? I like how that's the number one. Like, not all the, the hundreds of thousands of deaths. No, stupid salt. I can't taste salt, or I taste too much salt now. That's- no. That's kind of mean. That is mean. We'll go ahead and edit that Okay, out. we'll just take that out. All right, number six, trying too hard. Or, when you consider yourself a fraud and are constantly worried that others will find out, you might try to hide it by keeping yourself as, a busy, as busy as possible. In other words, you strive <clears throat> to become the busy bee at work, the one everyone relies on to get the job done. So, because you feel like you're not good at something or, like, you're an imposter, you'll over-try? I think think maybe you'll disguise it by, like, just seem, like, making yourself look like you're so productive and you're just doing so much and you're, you know. Yeah, that's how I was kind of thinking it. Like, maybe you're over-talking. Like, you'll take a simple thing that you do and, like, you'll exaggerate on like well first I have to do this and then it's this yeah. and it's just like bro you freaking emailed something yeah but I had to like turn on the computer and then I had to find the right yeah. it's like dude you emailed like calm down yeah I, I would say that I don't know if I can really I yeah mean, I don't know like well, it's hard to well no I'm, I'm lying I, w- I do kind of see this one because I was avoiding school so the reason I was avoiding school my reasons my excuses for avoiding school was because there was too much to do here you know, so I was just like cleaning and I'm, you know, I'm oh, kind okay. of a perfectionist when it comes to like cleaning, you know, and like, like the way that I need to have the beds made. And, um, I was like really emphasizing on how much I needed to do here at home that avoided me or I'm sorry, that allowed me to avoid doing the thing, doing the you're... thing that I was supposed to be doing, you know, what I really oh, okay. should have focused on. So I could see, um, I could see why this is a point because it, it is true. I remember for a long time, I would use my, I would hide behind my children's disabilities. So, mm. you know, to me, it's like, why would I ever go back to school if I, I mean, I, I have to I be have here to take, for them. I have to take care of my kids for the rest of yeah, their life. I'm not going to need a degree for that. I'm not going to, you know, yeah. Like, so what's the point, you know? Yeah, that's true. And I would hide behind that. And I still find myself sometimes like, well, why, why? Like, why am I going to pursue this if, like, I'm more likely going to have to take care of, you know, my kids for the rest of their lives? Like, so, I don't know. To me, I think it is, um, it is something that, um, that makes sense, for, that makes sense yeah. you know, because I would, like I said, I would use that a lot. And I would just, 
I don't know, like burn myself out at home just so like you I have could reason, avoid yeah. that situation, you know. Gotcha. So yeah. Sorry, I freaking lost my points here. Uh we were on what, number six? Yeah. Okay, nine. so number seven. Doing the bare minimum. So this is the opposite. This is on the opposite side of the spectrum. There are those who, because of feeling like imposters, choose to want to run away from the responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I for sure with school. <laughs> yeah. Just, like I would start a test or start an assignment, and then it's just like oh, this, is, this is too much, you know. Yeah, um, like if you and like we said with the day to day stuff or being like a parent too. Like if you feel mm-hmm. like. I, I'm not a good parent. I shouldn't even be a dad or whatever. Like, you might leave. You might walk out. And, yeah. You know, or whatever. If Even if it's um, a friendship. Like, I'm not a good friend. So, therefore, I'm just going to, like, ghost this person. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I can, I can understand that. Yeah. And I think, honestly, like, that's a good point, bringing up, like, the friendships thing. Um, I just talked to my best friend today. And she, she moved out of state. So, like, you know. I thought I was your best friend. <laughs> You're my other best friend. Um, and uh, we're talking about that. We're talking about friendships and, you know, how, you know, the older you get, like how hard it is to to uh, grow friendships, you know, grow like relationships because Amen. it's, you know, it's like at one, you're older and there's so many things going on and, and, you know, we all have different responsibilities, kids and work and all that. So uh, we're talking about that. And I think, you know, one thing that I realize is that in this part of my life, when it comes to friendships, like, it's very hard for me to be vulnerable or open because I don't want to be, and this is going to sound like selfish, but I don't want to be disappointed, you know, because I've gone through, I've lost friendships before. So now I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to put myself out there so much that I'm, yeah. Um, I'm setting myself up for disappointment, you know, so I do just kind of just do just enough, um, in a friendship. I'm working on that. I really am. But I, I think that's one of the areas where I do give the bare minimum one, because I'm afraid to be completely vulnerable and be myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and two, because in, in, this is where the imposter syndrome comes in. It's like people are uh i'm afraid that people are gonna who who they find out who i really am isn't really who they thought jessica was you know yeah did that make sense like yeah the whole expectations thing yeah too. you know so mm-hmm. it's like i feel like people see me a certain way but that's not who i really am mm. you know so that's where um and i think i'm i'm a lot more guarded now in my friendships um and that's i know it's not good like it's not healthy but i'm Again, I think it's just because I'm afraid of people discovering who I really am, you know, or again, like where people do give me a compliment, I don't believe it, you know, so, um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know that that really went along with this point, but, um, but yeah, so I think a lot of the things that I've, I've given the bare minimum is because I haven't really believed in myself and I haven't given myself the opportunity to to grow you yeah. know so it also goes with the whole fear of failing like if i just if yeah. i just 
kind of half-ass it, then I can just say like, well, if I didn't do good or people didn't weren't impressed, it's like, well, because I really didn't give it my all. If it, I would have given yeah. it my all, I'm sure they would be impressed. But it was like the whole like when I'm trying to open a jar and then I give it to you and then you open it and I'm like, well, I loosened it. <laughs> well, I loosened it for you. <laughs> I loosened it for you. You know, so it's like. I already kind of did, you know, at least some of it for you, but that probably doesn't even go with that, but I just know that. <laughs> so number eight, you feel overwhelmed by negative self-talk. At its core, imposter syndrome is founded on a set of beliefs you hold about yourself. These beliefs shape your perspective in the sense that you consider yourself unworthy of your achievement, doubt your abilities and reject the appreciation you receive for a job well done. Hmm. Um, kind of what we were talking about, right? Yeah. I think like this completely speaks to like, not even, I don't think like impo- well, imposter syndrome, the other one we do people pleasing, whatever it is that you feel that you are, or that, you know, mm-hmm. you think you are or whatever. Um, and then not to get too much into it because I'm sure it will be an episode down the road. But, like, the whole opening your third eye and really reflecting and seeing yourself, like, there's a thing called ego death. (laughs) You need to kill the ego because (laughs) the ego feeds on your thoughts of what, who you think you are. And it literally needs those thoughts to continue to live. It's those thoughts, usually negative thoughts, doesn't necessarily need to be negative thoughts, it could be positive thoughts, but those thoughts of, well, I'm this way, or I need to, you know, I'm the funny person, or I need to drink mm-hmm. to have fun, or, or I'm this way, or I'm that way. They, It's like air for the ego. So It lives off of false beliefs. Exactly. Yeah. So if you remove that, all that negative talk, because, yeah, I, I can definitely... Um, a, um, See, relate. I'm, relate. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be the good talker, right? Um, I can definitely relate to that because I, I'm in my head a lot. And I'm in my head about not being good enough, not being thin enough, not being strong enough, not being smart enough, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in my head a lot, so I can relate to that. And then it gets tiring. It's, yeah. it's not only stressful, but it's just tiring because it's just like can't I have some confidence? <laughs> like, come on, like, let's, let's go. But, and it leads to so much like discouragement, you know, yeah, you're just completely sure. discouraged and you feel defeated at the end of the day. And you're just like, or at the beginning, like you didn't even start yeah, your yeah, task. You're started. just like, dude, it's like, these are some of the examples. I don't deserve to be here. They probably, they probably made a mistake when they hired me. <laughs> I'm not good at anything. I'm not good, smart or competent enough. Others are better, smarter, more competent than me. Others will realize that I don't belong here. What gives me the right to be here? I'm not entitled to ask for. I don't deserve a raise. Um, I'm not entitled to ask for. Like, that's that's kind of a big one for me. Um, even, like, with, you know, back when I was in school before, you know, when I was in high school, um... I remember just feeling like I couldn't, like if I couldn't understand something, uh, one of the things that I shared in the story Instagram was like, uh, English wasn't my first language, it was Spanish. So there was a lot of things that I still struggle with like translation. So I was always embarrassed to ask because it's like they would say something I'm like, wait, what does that mean? What, I, don't, I don't get it. And I, for some reason, I just convinced myself, one, 
Um, I wasn't worthy enough for like to receive an answer, which is like so. Now that Jeez. I think about it, I'm just like, whoa! Like, where is that's that? deep. Like, that's, that's like... deep. You know, like, um, like it was like I was just my question was gonna be a waste of time. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Like, I gotta answer this girl. You know. Um, but it, it was it was something that that I struggled with. You know, feeling like um, that I was worthy enough to to not only like ask the the ask a question but to receive an answer yeah. you know and i really robbed myself of a lot of learning opportunities because just of how i saw yeah. myself you know um so now uh, go ahead no i was gonna say i think yeah with the whole just down um talking down to yourself whatever like i think everyone needs the <laughs> what's the lady from the help <laughs> everyone needs that in the morning like you oh, was yeah. kind you was smart like they need you her know, to come tell me that it's so, like, so start funny my day. that you brought that up because this morning i was telling maya that i was literally oh like grabbed her <laughs> so the, the case you guys don't know maya's our dog not one of our children our dog i was like i grabbed her face and i was telling her that You're you know because she's so beautiful oh, and uh and i was like thinking about that i was like man what if no, seriously. Someone like, what did if that someone did that to every... you every morning and just reminded you of how like fucking awesome you are? You, you know? know who could do it is you. Like, you know, <laughs> even if you seem like a crazy person in the so mirror, and just like funny. you are confident, you can do this. Um, I spoke to this life coach a few weeks ago, and um, we were just kind of having a meeting or whatever, and she was like, you know, you one of your one of your the things that you should practice every morning is like speaking to yourself in the mirror. And, you know, giving yourself some, like, just a little pep talk, you know, some motivation, um, some words of affirmation. And I was like, fuck no. Like, right? It would just seem like, like uh... looking at yourself in the mirror and, like, you know, say some, like, nice words to yourself. Like, it's so foreign to me, you yeah. know? I, I don't know why that's something I struggle with so, more, so much, even with words of affirmation. Like, it, it's something really that I struggle with, you know, and it's like, it's because of the imposter syndrome, you know, now like I'm kind of putting all the dots together, like, oh, it's because I don't fucking believe it. It's right. because like, I'm telling myself yeah, that and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, I don't believe it, you know? And, and it's so, you know, again, like we tell you guys, like we're not here sharing because we've got answers. We're here sharing because these are the things that we yeah. struggle with. These are the things that we want to share and hopefully as we are bringing light to you guys on things that maybe you are struggling with, like it's bringing light to mm -hmm. us because we're just like, oh shoot, you know, we yeah. got some things that we need to work on. So um, it'd be cool if like your reflection answered you, but then it would suck because then you're crazy. <laughs> And then you're like you're crazy on your own fucking like you drugs. are you are you got it and it's like thanks what oh huh wait I, I take my pill <laughs> oh my gosh um and uh yeah so anyways number nine are we done with that point yeah so just don't stop talking negative to yourself exactly um oh my gosh number nine attributing success to external factors of course. Yeah. Like it wasn't me. I'm not good enough. I ain't smart enough. Mm -hmm. I was only able to do that because of so-and-so or because of this or because it was just like okay. a perfect coincidence that all that thing came together. Exactly. So, okay. So I was talking to a friend and she, um, she's gone through some pretty hard things and okay. And I, and I get this. I'm 
we might bring up a lot of things in regards to like Christianity just because it's like something we really relate to and we understand it's our background. Um, but she said something, she was like, you know, I just want to thank God. Like God has done all this for me. And I stopped her and I said, look, I understand that you want to give recognition to something that you believe in. I understand that. I said, but you, you have also taken part in this. You have made, you have done some very hard things and you have come out on, you know, in spite of what's happened in your life, mm-hmm. you are doing it. You know, you are, you are taking the hard steps and it's not that I don't want, you know, I'm, I'm not saying to not recognize that God had some part in this, uh, if that's what you believe in, but also know that this is also you. Yeah, like, give yourself some Give yourself some credit. credit. Like, yeah. you know, and uh, we were just talking about that mm-hmm. right before recording um, your friend's podcast, right? Yeah, like, I was going yeah, to bring it up after, No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say, yeah, because I was listening to a friend of mine back from high school. He has his podcast. I believe it's called The Kinship Collective. Mark, hopefully that is the, <laughs> that's the right uh, title of your podcast. Um, kudos to you if you are listening to this, but, um, yeah, his, what caught my eye on his episode that, uh, just came out was, um, Jesus is not here to save you or Jesus is not coming to save you, mm-hmm. which is like coming from like, you know, a faith Christian based podcast. It was like, Oh, that's a title that kind of jumps out. So I gave it a listen and, uh, he's talking about that where, you know, so many people like himself grew up in a. Uh, family um, that was just very much faith based Mm -hmm. and everything is the doing of God where you know like whatever if you got a good grade or if you you succeeded got a job from an interview you passed an interview whatever it was all like just just pray on it and God's gonna give it to you glory to God yeah glory to God only to God everything for God and it's like you're taught you're almost you say the word you're brainwashed from a young age like it's never you as soon as you begin to say like good job Derek or you did it you were strong enough you were smart enough you passed that test it's like you're being selfish and that is sin so you need to always give praise to God it's Mm -hmm. like no like you you work with whatever God you believe in you you're working together to accomplish things to be the most special most important being that you can be um, so yeah, that's what that bold. Yeah, and I and I've on. always kind of believed that um, there's opportunities that come up, you know. And I I do, I I'm, I'm in a very weird place when it comes to the whole God thing, right? But I do feel that whether whatever if you believe it's God or it's like an energy source, whatever, there's oppor- opportunities that are presented to you. But in order for those things to to like take place or those opportunities to grow um are gonna take action from your part you know Mm -hmm. you need to be proactive with those opportunities right so that's what i feel like um we need to recognize the hard work that we've put in we need to stop and say hey you know yes maybe um it's kind of like someone like someone gives you a thousand dollars right and then like i'm gonna invest this you know so you do your research and you you find the right place to to place your money in and invest it and now you're, you've turned that into 10,000. So it's like, yes, obviously that person that gave you 1,000, you're grateful for that. But they didn't turn it into 10,000. You did that, right? Really? So I mean, if it says he gives us free will, so every yeah. day we have the choice to either 
do something productive or be a lazy ass and do nothing. Yeah. So when we do something productive, why can't we say good job on making the correct choice how yeah. to live your life? So I think um, a reason why probably a lot of people, um, especially believers, Christian believers, might struggle with imposter syndrome and not even know it. It's because, like you said, um, religion can take your power from you. It's very, and, it cuts your power. It really You know, does. so now you're depending on an outside source. So even if yeah. you do something that is amazing and awesome, oh, it wasn't me. It was, you know, <laughs> glory to God. I I understand that. I get it. But it, it's also, I think it's false humility, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people use that as just like, oh, I know, but it's just, it's, it's just God. Like, uh, yeah, that, it, it, it just, it's like, no, stop it. Stop it. it. It just, it's okay to be humble. But also, I think recognizing the hard work that you've put in and the, and, and the, you know, the, the courage and strength that it's taken to, to be where you are right now. There, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, you know, but yeah. it, it does. I think a lot of it, um, our culture, our upbringing, religion, all that plays a lot into why we think the way that we think and we are the way that we are. Um, because we we are we are taught to silence and, yeah. and you know, be silent, don't say anything. Um, it's not about you. Don't be bringing attention to yourself. Yeah, you know, that's a sin. You know, like yeah, and yeah, that and, and not to steal his words because he even says that in, in that episode where, you know. That kind of uh, teaching, um, and I, you know, he he didn't say this specifically, but I feel like just with like you know, Christian churches is that they make you very uh, codependent, and you're not they 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 disguise it with you're dependent on God, which is like okay, you could be dependent on God, but then it turns into you're dependent on the church, you're dependent on your well, they pastor. Well, you have to submit. Yeah, you're dependent on your pastor to lead you. You're dependent on the church and it's like you you know you're not like you, you you're not i, I don't, we're not going to get you go down this road <laughs> to follow something that's making you codependent is probably not the the right thing you should be firm you should stand strong because you were made strong so um but yeah that that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we started going down uh, that road well but. like i said and that's why you know sometimes i i want to explain things and try to to you know, not say it in any way where I'm insulting anyone else. But this is what I really think. This, yeah, this is what is our I really beliefs. feel. Again, exactly. You no know? one's ever going to agree on everything. We just and I think coming from of you know a church that very much told you and taught you that you needed to have their approval before you went and did anything. Um, it's it causes a lot of yeah. You know, it brings up a lot of opportunities for you to deal with that imposter syndrome because now you question everything that you do. Exactly. And you need that external validation to say like, oh, no, yeah, you're right. You should do that. And it's like, we shouldn't, no one, no one should tell you what you can and can't do, you know? All right. So number 10, this is the last one, guys. Um, Inability to accept constructive feedback. Uh, let's get something straight. No one can do everything right from the first time. I'm um, from the first try. Think about the time when you were little. You didn't know how to do many things like writing or counting. You didn't magically wake up knowing how to do these things one day. You learned them with the help of adults who showed you how to do them and correct and corrected you until you finally mastered the skills. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. I struggle with this big time. Constructive criticism. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I can handle someone telling me, like, I can't handle constructive criticism and someone, like, telling me, like, Maybe like, hey, maybe you should try doing it like this or, or sure whatever. About sure about that? Wow. <laughs> but what I struggle with... Okay, here's here's the thing. I, I guess I need to like reward that. I appreciate someone telling me that, but I don't like to look dumb. Yeah. Okay. But I do appreciate someone like, helping me. It's tell me, but not in front of anyone and not in a way where I feel threatened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow some way communicate it to me without communicating to me, okay? And I think just like one of the reasons I think I struggle with that is because people always come to me for like help or, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm always kind of like the savior in all my like friendships and Whoa, you, know, you went big there. I know, but I'm I'm not saying that's <laughs> like I know that sounded totally like you should start calling me arrogant, but no, like <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm you always no. Track. I know, I know. Like, see that right there, that constructive little like yeah, comment. Okay, triggered the shit out of me right now. No, you are kidding. getting stabbed after this episode. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, okay, so I'm always kind of like the one that my friends come to, and I say that because, and I said the whole savior thing because that's something that I'm working on because I need help. Like, I need help myself. So. Yeah. I'm learning to now come to my friends and say like, hey, yo girl, she's pretty jacked up today. So I need you to help me, you know? So, but, um, and recognizing that I've been playing that savior role was like something that is part yeah. of my healing work. Cause I'm like, I need to stop because yeah. I'm not, you know, it's a lot of expectation on it's you too. Like a lot of expectation. I'm going to come to you with my problems and you're going to give me the right answer. So. Exactly. So, um, so when I am, when someone does tell me something, um, I, it's, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to accept it, um, and, or apply it or embrace it because I have always felt like I've always been the one that people go to. Mm -hmm. So, um, constructive criticism, um, makes me feel like I should already know that, you know, like I should know that, like, man, how did I, what, you know, how did I do that? Or how did I miss that? Um, that makes me like really get hard, you know, get down on myself because I feel like I should know better, you know, and it is because of people's expectations or me, the expectations I've placed on myself that I feel people have of me, Yeah, you know? So, um, yeah. So I think I'm more and more, I've, I want to be teachable and I want to be able to handle um, someone, you know, either seeing things differently than me or disagreeing with me, um, because that's how we learn and that's how we grow, hmm. you know? I think, yeah. And then we've talked about this, like we're in a season right now where we are, because I feel because we were, our eyes were so shut tight and blinded to being around or uh, allowing ourselves to be around those that thought differently from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in a season right now where we're just like seeking out those that disagree with us or seeking out those that may look at things a different way or, um, you know, just believe something different. Um, and I think everyone, you know, like you should be like everyone, that should be everyone's season. Um, you know, if you, if you really just bubble yourself into being around those that, 
see the whole world like you do, you're never going to grow. You're never going to learn. And, you know, when you're around someone that may see something different, they're going to give you, maybe it's not, I guess it's, it's something different than constructive criticism, but they may say like, well, why do you think that? Or why do you look at it like that? Someone that challenges you. Someone that challenges you. And that's in a way kind of like constructive criticism because you might take it in that kind of way where it's just like, like it's kind of triggering, like you said, but in the end, it'll literally be the most um, beneficial uh, thing that could happen to to help you to grow. So, yeah, because we, you know, um, (laughs) we, especially, like I said, being raised as a Christian from a very young age, um, you were always taught to be with like-minded individuals. um, And if you did, if you did, I'm sorry, did meet someone that was different than you, then your job was to now transform them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so um, it becomes yeah. a project, and now that person just isn't someone that you're having a respectful conversation. Now you're just, your job <laughs> is to to change them. Um, yeah, that's that goes into that whole area yeah. where it's just like, no, no, yeah, I, I love to like find people that think differently so that I can teach them to think like me the right way. Right. Um, no, 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 that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to just yeah. accept them and, and let them do what they're doing as long as they're not hurting anyone. But, you know, the idea isn't to find, you know, people that think differently and change their minds. So. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, and so, you know, I think, I think more and more, um, going back to the whole imposter syndrome, um, a lot of the reasons why, uh, you know, some of us might struggle with that is just because of our upbringing. Like I said, with the whole, for me, it was being raised in um, a Christian home um, or being raised in a Hispanic, you know, home where you were, I'm not saying that all Hispanics are like this, but a lot of them are. Um, you weren't really you weren't really raised to like believe in yourself, you know? Um, it was, no, it's most Hispanics, (laughs) most Hispanic families. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's just this like unspoken thing where you just, uh, it's almost like you're in competition, even with like your parents too. And like, don't, don't correct me. I'm your dad or, you know, don't don't make me look dumb. Like, you know, like, I don't know. You were, it's hard. Yeah. It's, it's a culture thing. I I don't really know, you know, but um, but even if you know you're non-Hispanic and you still found yourself in a home like that, um, that can cause yeah, it, yeah, it can really cause a lot of just self-doubt and a lot of comparison, um, you know, and self-sabotaging behavior, mm. you know, where um, I know there's been a lot of times where I know I could have done more, I could have, you know, um, gone to school and by now graduated and and you know, done something different. Um, but I just really feel like, um, I was never given, um, my mom, I believe my mom did the best that she could with what she had, you know, um, looking at the way she was raised. I, it, I understand now, like now I look at it and I'm like, okay, that I, I get why I didn't receive a lot of that. Um, those confident building, like, type of conversations or, you know, uh, opportunities with her. But I do feel like in a way I'm like, I didn't really receive a lot of that, you know? So yeah. now I have to kind of reparent myself mm. 
Um, and it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard. And I think a lot of the times, um, now that we have some, some language to it and, and I can, you know, I can express what I'm actually feeling and have a name to it. Um, I'm able to kind of tackle that and approach it in a different way now where I'm like, okay, I know what I need to do. These are the things that I can, you know, um, take action in. Um, but yeah, so I think a lot of our upbringing and our environment, honestly, too, because, you know, we're so exposed to how oh, well they're doing that and, mm. and they're doing this and, you know, and we get caught up in comparison. So, yeah. and I think that's a good thing, like you said, that another reason why we agree that everyone needs therapy, like you, yeah. you need, because unless you do the research on your own, which I'm not saying you can't, um, you know, you kind of need someone to tell you like there's a name for what you're feeling Mm -hmm. it's called this other people experience this heck i'll even tell you how to how to address it and how to uh you know not fix it but how to either uh, control it it, how to approach it yeah exactly um so yeah it's it's you know because like you said how we're raised i think how you're raised the obviously the environment you're raised in who raises you um will determine who you are it, yeah. it like we it were talking about us. it pretty much it creates that ego because yeah. that ego ends like well i saw this growing up and i heard this and this is who i am and this is what i do and this is how i respond in certain situations that is all created by your your upbringing and, and what you saw so unfortunately there's a lot of us that you know either because it was done in a malicious way or it was done like you said parents just have they do the best they can with what they have um, you are a certain way and it's up to you as an adult to either continue down that path and say, right. well, that's just how I am. Or, you know what? I really don't like that about myself. Let me see what I can do to, to, to fix this, to, to make myself better. Um, and to definitely make sure that I don't, you know, if you have kids pass that on to them. So, you know, it's just, it's a matter of, again, self-help and a lot of the self-help will be, even though it's self-help, it's supposed to be you doing it. It requires you reaching out to those that know about it. Um, so, yeah, you know, whatever it is you may be feeling, if it's imposter syndrome or people pleasing or whatever, you know, don't just uh, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Go seek someone that is smarter than us for sure. But definitely, you know, seek it out to to address it and figure out what it is. So. Yeah, and I think we need to stop living with um, with this, one, with the stigma of just, you know, um, identifying what it is that you're struggling with. You know, people live their whole lives and they're just like, well, I, I don't I, I don't know what that is, you know. Yeah, that's, that's I've just, always struggled is, with that. But, it's you know, who I am. Yeah. That's just who I am. But the, right. the reason why okay. there's a name for it is because, one, you're not the only person. So yeah. you're not a weirdo. You're not a weirdo that struggles with this. Um, and, two, it's because there's been a name to it because it's people have come forward and, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. And we've been able to categorize it. Um, but it doesn't mean that you have to identify with it like where now that's just what you are. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, it's not um, a title you give yourself for the rest of your life. Exactly. So... Yeah, I I just think that, again, the reason for us doing this podcast is because we get to share what we're learning um, and how we are either struggling with it or how we're working through it or how we can apply it in our yeah. life, you know, so. To bring you guys information that maybe you had or maybe you didn't or maybe you knew about, but you looked at it one way and you see it our way and it kind of opened up, you know, some things, but um 
whatever. That's that's the reason why it's the title. You know, it's, it's something like therapy. It's something <laughs> just like uh, hearing other people's views on things and then seeing if it does something within you. So, yeah. but um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I I definitely did. Uh, and again, if it any of those things kind of hit home, do some research, man. Use that Google. Figure it out. Like see see what's going on there. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, hopefully um, again. <laughs> like it's a recorded thing here sorry we didn't get a would you rather question out but we will get one out this week coming up so look out for that and um, give us your answers to those and hopefully we'll see you guys next week yeah all right you guys have a great beautiful day bye